It's a great service. The presence of God is felt and visible. I feel Him in this place. I feel Him in this place. The presence of God is in this place. And so your life cannot stay the same today. I'm saying your life cannot stay the same today. Something powerful is happening to you. I'm saying something powerful is happening to you. If you were spirit being, celebrate what God is doing. Something powerful is happening. I'm saying something powerful is happening. Something powerful is happening to your body. Something powerful is happening to your marriage. Something powerful is happening to your life. Something powerful is happening to your finances. Something powerful is happening to your business. Something powerful is happening to your children. Something supernatural is taking place in your life. Come on, somebody celebrate. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Before you take before you take your seats, I'm gonna ask you to package your offering. We're gonna worship the Lord right now. Package your offering, your time, whatever you have for the Lord. Package it very well. If you need an envelope, the help Package it very well. You know, we do not just give. We are intentional in our giving. Because giving is the key to the realm of prosperity. 
Giving is a key to the realm of prosperity. And so giving is worship. And worship, this worship opens up the realm of prosperity. And, and so we don't just give. We are not giving, we are not giving God help. No, 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 we are investing. And so when you are investing, you invest wisely. That is why you can't just go in your pockets and give whatever you want. You got to think about what you're doing. Let me say it again. Before you give, you got to think. Before you give, you got, you got even to pray. And say, Holy Spirit, teach me this. Help me. How do I invest today? You know, you know, you know, I, I hear people say donors. We don't donate to God. <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't donate. God, you don't. You don't. God, God owns everything. So when we give, we are investing. We are not helping. We are not giving support. No, no, no. We are investing. So as a kingdom investor, kingdom investor. Investment in Church we invest intentionally. You got to be intentional in your giving. You have to think about it. You give meditating. That is the giving that brings results. You meditate when you're giving. Don't just throw money in the basket. Oh, it's giving time, eh? No. No, 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 we don't do that. You meditate when you're giving. You are investing. Meditate on your seed. And then the other thing is pray in tongues when you're giving. You enter a realm where you begin to speak financial mysteries. I will teach, teach you about this one time. But, but let me help you today. When you're giving, meditate. Number two, speaking in tongues. Because when you're speaking in tongues, you're speaking mysteries to God. Therefore, you step in the realm of God and you begin to speak financial mysteries. Because you're meditating on your giving and you're speaking in tongues. Therefore, you have stepped in the realm of God and you begin to speak financial mysteries. Oh my God. Financial mysteries unto God. That is the giving that brings immediate results. Amen. Father, bless them today as they give. 
This is the most generous church in the whole world. The largest church in the world. Thank you for investments. Thank you for schools and universities. Thank you for businesses. Thank you for great business people. Thank you for great investors. In Jesus' name. Amen. Give meditating. Give speaking in tongues. Amen. You can, you can take your seats as you gave. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, worship team. What a worship session we had. What a worship session we had. Powerful. Let's clap our hands for the worship team. How many of you enjoyed worship? I didn't want us to stop. But you know we have to go in the world and I have 30 minutes to teach. Praise God. Now before I teach, how many of you brought your friends? You brought somebody. Only one person. Okay, okay. So God bless you for bringing your friends. Thank you for inviting. Don't come alone next Sunday. Bring somebody with you. Amen. Let's teach ourselves to do that. Evangelize. So the, the things I'm going to teach today, teach them to others. Okay, tap your neighbor and say, teach them to others. The things I'm going to teach today, teach them to others. Find somebody, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, teach them something, and then come back next Sunday with somebody, and I teach you more. But the things I'm teaching today, learn, let them fill your heart, let them let, let the things these things go into your heart. And then take them out and teach them to others. Romans 8, verse 28. Romans 8, 28. The Bible says, and we know that all things work together for good. And we know that all things work together for good to us that love God to us who are called according to his purpose. And we know that all things work together for good to us that love God to us who are called according to his purpose. Now notice the Bible has said that all things Work together for good. Everyone say all things. Everyone say all things. All things work together for our good. So which means everything is working for you. I'm saying everything is working for you. 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 So the Bible has said all, all things. Everyone say all things. Now all things means all things. The good, good things are included in all things. 
the good things are included in all things. But even the bad things are all included there. The good and the bad. When it comes to us, they work for our good. Now to them, some other people some events oppose them some things oppose them but for us whether good or good or bad they work that means as a child of God everything the good and the bad respond to your presence in a good way everything even things Events that are meant to hurt you. God will change them around and turn them around for them to work for your promotion. For example, a believer doesn't lose a job. You, you never wake up and say, I lost my job. No, don't, don't believe that. Believers don't lose jobs. We only experience promotions. So if a man calls you in his office tomorrow and he says, you can no longer work here. We don't have enough money to pay you. So you can't work here anymore. We are afraid. We are sorry. You can't work here anymore. To him. He has led you off. To him. He has laid you off. In his mind. You've lost a job. And in his mind. He feels sorry for you. But for you, it is a promotion. You don't lose. Now, when you leave that office, don't go saying, I have lost a job. I'm going to look for a job. No. Walk out of that office saying, I'm going for vacation. And after vacation, I have a promotion. That's a child of God. That is a believer. You understand? That's a believer. When you walk out, you are going on vacation. And please don't go and feel sorry. Go and eat well. Sleep well. Rest. That is the opportunity for you to wake up and eat well. Go and sit in the sun. Sit in the shade. Read a book. Watch a good movie. Rest. After that, walk out. Go for your promotion. Look for another job. It's better than the former job. That's how we think. That's how we think. As, as a man thinketh, so is he. 
If you think I'm a loser, you're a loser. If you, think, if you think I have lost a job, you've lost a job. But if you think promotion, you are promoted. As a man thinketh, so is he. When you think I'm sick, you're sick. But if you begin to think like this, all things work for my good. I'm telling you, even flu will work for you. Everything works for you. Everything. Everything. Nothing, and I mean nothing, in this earth can oppose a believer who walks in this knowledge. In this earth that can oppose a believer who works in this knowledge. Now, notice the Bible has said, and we know that all things work together for good. Now, you notice I didn't say them. You know, I have the liberty of the spirit to change scripture. Now, today I'm going to teach you how to use scripture in the liberty of the spirit. Now, there are believers who will read this verse like this. And we know, and we know that all things work together for good to them. We know that that all things work together for good to them. Not us. So that means you've taken yourself out. You're misusing scripture. Now I'm teaching you how do you use the word of God to work for you in everyday life. Make it personal. When you read the Bible, think like this. Your father God is standing in the other room speaking to you. Known to them, to you. So now we are us. Amen? We are us. And even when you're evangelizing, tell people to join us. This is a movement. Now, we, us, we are loving counters. We are loving counters. We are loving counters. We encounter the love. We are us. So those who come, they join us. And when they join us, they enjoy what we enjoy. 
We are not like everybody. No, we are us. People of knowledge. We are enlightened. We are walking in light. We are walking in this knowledge. So we cannot talk like everybody else. We can't think like everybody else. When people are saying the economy is bad, I'm not part of that because I am not controlled by the earthly world economy. Jesus was bold enough to say, I don't come from where you come from. You come from beneath, I come from above. So we come from above. We are not controlled by the events. Our lives are not controlled by earthly events or worldly events. That is why there is nothing that can oppose you. Even that that the devil has stationed to oppose you. As, as they come close to you, they realize you are a different man. You are a man of light. They turn around and serve you. Events can serve you. Only if you walk in the knowledge of love. You see, Jesus says, I am the light yes, of this world. Which meant, I am the new order. I have brought a new order. Now he turns around and says, you are the light. Which means, all of you, you are the people of a new order. Not the old order, the new order. So us, we are the people of light, of love. We are the people of a new order. Things don't oppose us. Because we walk by knowledge. When you come across such a verse or scripture, your spirit must learn how to use it. Your spirit must learn how to use it. The word of God was given to us for use. When you come to a verse like this, you don't read it like this. All things work together for good to them. No, you read it like this. All things work together for good to us. All for me. All to me. That's how we use scripture. That's how we use it. That's why you have to have the Bible in your spirit. Now, this supernatural life where everything works for you, this supernatural life is only claimed, mark this, is only claimed by the people of revelation. Can only be claimed by the revelation of God's love. 
If you, have, if you have no revelation, you can't experience this life. It can only be claimed by the revelation of God's love. And by a purpose driven life. Revelation. Revelation. And purpose. The life I'm talking about of a believer who has nothing that opposes the good and the bad, they all serve him. Even enemies. For me, I don't believe in enemies. I have no enemies. Even those who think they are my enemies, they are serving me. They are working for me. Because I am a man of a new order. No one opposes me. Nothing opposes me. Not even my physical body. Because this is not me. I live here. I'm a spirit. Not even this earthly temple can work against me. Because of revelation and purpose, life-driven purpose. Now, there are two. There are, we must have the revelation of love. And we must understand purpose for us to walk in the supernatural life. Because the Bible has said to, to us that love God and to us who are called by purpose. So because of this, we must understand the love of God. And we must understand purpose. There are two kinds of love. There is love by zeal. 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 You have zeal to love. Okay? Yes. And there is love by revelation. Now, most people they have not stepped into love by revelation but they are still in love by zeal let me give you an example of two men one is Peter another one is John Peter loved God Peter loved Jesus Peter loved Jesus so much he convinced Jesus that I love you he convinced Jesus. And Jesus asked him, do you love me? I said, I love you. Jesus tested his love and said, I love you. He convinced Jesus that he loved him. And surely Peter loved Jesus. But Peter's love was love by zeal. He desired to love. You understand? He had the zeal to love. But he failed you remember? You remember that he failed? That zeal, uh, zeal by love, oh, sorry, love, love by zeal failed him. Love by zeal failed him. Love by zeal failed him. He denied Jesus. When they pointed at him, this man who says, I love you, he says, I don't know him. No, he loved Jesus. Even, even in the moment when he said, I don't know him, he was in love. But love by zeal 
When they pointed, he says, hey, no, 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 no. I have never seen that man. But even when he said that, he was in love. Zeal. He desired to love Jesus. But that love failed him. They even, they have even husbands and wives, they love by zeal. They love by zeal. <laughs> but that love fails. It's true they love. They, 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 really, they, will, they really want to. <laughs> but they fail. But then there is another man called John. John never convinced. No, 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 no. But he loved Jesus. He only said, For me, I am the beloved. That's revelation. And you remember, when they were eating the meal, this is a man loving by revelation. He put his head. The, the Bible says in the breasts of the master. And John is referred to as the beloved. Now, the love for God and love for others comes by the revelation that God loves you. A man that loves others by revelation that God loves him. He has pure love. That love That's love by revelation. That's love by revelation. The love for God and for people springs out from the love that you know that God has for you. It comes from that pure love Comes from the knowledge of love. You know that God loves you. So when you wake up in the morning and you have no money to pay your bills, those bills won't oppose you if you walk if you walk out of your house with knowledge that he loves you. He loves you. That's why the Bible says that all things work out for good for, them that, for, for, for us to ask that love God and to ask that accord according to purpose. Because I know he loves me, nothing on this earth can oppose me. Everything works for my good. So everything is working for me, for you. Because love by revelation. Raise your hands and thank God because he loves you. So we, those two types, please watch out. Don't, don't love by zeal. Love by revelation. Know that he loves you. The Bible talks about us being rooted in love. Which means if you are rooted in love, nothing can shake you. Everything works for you. You see, you have become an eternal being. You are an eternal being. You have become an eternal being. 
We are of eternal value. Because we are eternal beings, we have received eternal value. Now, if you have become, when you become of eternal value, as, as an eternal being, Everything that connects with you receives your value. Did you understand that? That means even if something is bad and it, it, it's meant to be against me, when it comes Close, and it connects with me. It turns around and gets my value. <laughs> Why? Because I have become. We are people of a new order. We change events by knowledge. As a man thinketh, so is he. As a man thinking, so is it. So this thing that is coming against me, meant to be against me, because of my value, when it connects with me, it gets the same value. Okay. All things work out for good for for us. Let me let me give you an example. For example. Um, you invest. And after investing your money, some things change in the market. And they all tell you this is a bad season. Okay? That thing is meant to work against your money, your finances. But because you are an eternal being, huh? and you have eternal value, that situation will get your value. It becomes of eternal value. Apartments, you, you, build, you build apartments for renting. Okay. And then I realized that drainage was bad. So the question is, okay, Pastor Uberforce, what do you mean? It is, that is, you know, it's a loss. I've built my apartments, but I realized that the drainage was bad. Trust me by knowledge. That bad thing or bad planning, that mistake will receive your value. Will receive your value. That's when someone comes and says, for me, I don't care, sell it to me. Something will happen. Okay, you see, when I say this, People ask me so many questions. How can a physical thing get your value? Because for us, all things work for our good. They get our value because we are of eternal value. You know, people haven't understood the principle of sanctification. 
Things can be sanctified because of Are you with me? As a man thinker, so is he. Things can be sanctified. Physical things can, can be sanctified. Let me show you something in the scripture. We are about to close. Because this is a question. What happens if one invests and uh, and the investment is threatened by a natural disaster? Or economic challenges. As a man thinketh, so is he. That thing will be sanctified and receive your value. Nothing will be devalued. Not even your car. Not even your house. Nothing will be devalued. Everything that has a connection with you receives your value. Because of the principle of sanctification. Have you ever seen First Corinthians uh, chapter 7 verse 11 to verse 14? Remember the picture I gave you. If this thing is coming against me and it comes before me it's meant to hurt me it will turn and get my value. Because all things work together for good to us that walk by revelation, the knowledge of love, and purpose. Purpose. You have a purpose. You have value. You are an eternal being. You have eternal value. So things around you get eternal value. Okay, have you seen it? Verse 11. What does it say? 1 Corinthians 7, 11 to 14. The Bible says, But, and if she depart, let her remain unmarried. Or be reconciled to her husband. And let not the husband put away his wife. Verse of but to the rest speak I not, not the Lord. If any brother has a wife that Believes not. If a believer, if a man has a wife that is not a believer, and she be pleased to dwell with him, but no, and, and she be pleased to dwell well with him. Okay. Let him not put her away. And the woman which has an husband that believes not. And if he be pleased to dwell with her. Let her not leave him. 
for the unbelieving husband <laughs> the principle of sanctification okay for the unbelieving husband is sanctified by the wife and the unbelieving wife is sanctified by the husband. Elsewhere, your children are unclean, but now are they holy. This man is an unbeliever. But because of a woman who walks by, the, by, by revelation, by knowledge, and by purpose, the man is cleansed. The man is sanctified. That's a principle of sanctification. If a woman is married to an unbeliever. If, if she gets born again in that marriage, I'm not saying go get married to unbeliever. That's not what I'm saying. Okay, let me say it again. Please understand, I'm not saying go get married to unbelievers and, and sanctify them. No. Because <laughs> some of you who go and get married to them for sanctification. <laughs> What it means here, if you get born again while married, and your husband is pleased to stay with you, don't depart from him. He'll be sanctified. Why? Because he's working for you. You don't have to be divorced. Because you're a believer, no. You stay married. And the Bible says that man is sanctified and the children are holy. That's a believer. That's a new order. Now, let's, if this is happening in marriage, it can happen in business. You can do a mistake in business. Let's say you're supposed to do something and you go north. That is where you're supposed to go. But you end up in South. Because you walk by revelation. And by purpose. The whole world. Will turn around. In your direction. Events. Will change. That's a believer. Knowledge. So because it's working in marriage. It can work in business. It can work in business. You do, you, for us, we don't know mistakes. Even mistakes are turned into wisdom. Hey, 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 hey. Even your mistake will be turned into wisdom. Because all things work together for your good. Nothing works against you. Nothing opposes you. As a man thinketh, so is he. But I'm like, 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 
Those want to fail me, come on. You're going to bless me. Because I am a man of a new order. Nothing works against. Everything works for. So in your education, things are working for you. So to stop saying I don't understand things, I don't understand things. As a man, think it. So they fail me, my boss is failing me. Your boss can't, can't fail you. Nothing against. Oh, raise your hands and say nothing against. Nothing against. Nothing against. Hey, my neighbors are failing me. I'm not selling well because ah, they're failing me. My soda is not shifting because they're failing ah, me. Ah, no. Those people are going to steal their publicity. Let them be. The one who said that is bad people keep on coming to buy from me. The one who that is bad people keep on coming to buy from me. The one our things work. Our things work. Our things work. As I said, they are working for me. They are working for me. They are working for us. We are not failures. We go ahead and go forth. Uh, the drainage and patterns work for us. Mountains work for us. Everything works for us. When we come, everything changes. Everything has a tongue. Everything has a knee. Listen. Forgive me, I read your scripture. Time is gone, but let me read your scripture. Let me read your scripture. Everything has a tongue. Everything has a name. Let me show you now. A person of new order. You go in Colossians. Colossians 2. Colossians 2. Colossians 2. Colossians 2. 9 10. I you Bible. Amplified. Amplified. Colossians two. The Godhead continues to dwell in bodily form. Giving complete expression all the divine nature. Verse 10. And you are in him. Made full and having come to fullness of life in Christ. You too are filled with a Godhead bodily. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And rich, full spiritual stature. And he is the head of all authority of every angelic principality. Now, now, now. Now, the Bible says he dwells in you bodily. 
in you bodily. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. He dwells in you. Bodily, in a bodily form. That's the Bible. In a bodily form. He dwells in you in a bodily form. You are complete in him. He dwells in you in a bodily form. Now tell me. When you're walking around. Who's walking? Who's walking? When you're standing in your shop selling, who's selling? When you're teaching in a public school, who's teaching? If you're a police officer and you're stopping cars, who's stopping? Hey! Who can come against you? You have become something else. Now listen, everything has a, a knee. And a tongue. What does the Bible say? What does the Bible say? Bible huh? Every huh? Uh, tell me, what does it say? Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall Even finances will bow down. And when they bow, they must confess. He is Lord. Where is he? In you. So, how can anything oppose you? Everything that comes, once they see you, they bow, they confess. That's our life. That's our life. Stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. We, faith, we, faith, we, faith. Not them, we. Now, when you go to evangelize and ask, tell them to join us. Uh, we are not begging. We are speaking wisdom. We don't think like others. There are even believers who think in a way we can't eat. Don't, 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 don't even go close to how they think. They think. They think. You know, that's a natural disaster. It is for everybody. No! This is a season of flu. It is like it's not a surprise. It's not a surprise. It's a season of flu. Not for me. Don't generalize. I'm not in I'm not in that thing. I am a man of a new order. Raise your hands. Speaking in another town. Everything is working for you. Nothing is working against you.
Nothing is working against. Nothing is working against. As you begin your business tomorrow, everyone is working for you. All banks are working for you. All customers are working for you. The weather is working for you. Transport system is working for you, not against you. Nothing will work against you. I'm saying nothing will work against you. Everything is for you. Come on, raise your hands and say, Every knee bow. Every tongue confess before me in Jesus' name. Say, Every knee bow. Every tongue confess before me. 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 Raise your hands and say, Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Say for us. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. For us. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. To us. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. To us. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. We are great. People of a new order. We are the light. We are enlightened. We are illuminated. We are the people of a new order. We are loving counters. We are loving counters. We are loving counters. We are a new order. We are a new order. We are the light. We are enlightened. We are illuminated. We know all things. We know all things. Clap your hands to the Lord.